Welcome to the Mind Hiking Podcast. I'm your host, Brody Fry, and today we're going to be talking about how to win against demons of anger, because nobody likes those little fuckers. So, stay tuned. Hello and welcome, everyone. I'm your host, Brody Fry, and here we dive deep into difficult questions. We'll map out thoughts, theories, and crazy ideas for the love of knowledge and growth. So, how do we answer some of the mind's toughest questions? This is the Mind Hiking Podcast. Yo, yo, yo. And by that I mean, what's up, guys? And by that I mean, hello. Let's get into this. <laughs> Welcome to the Mind Hiking Podcast. I'm your host, Brody Fry. And today, uh, well, isn't it interesting that I always just like tell you guys what I'm drinking and then have a sip right in the beginning of the episode? And that's the last time I take a sip of it the entire episode. <laughs> Sometimes I listen back and I'm like, huh, that's pretty interesting. But whatever. I'm going to take a sip anyways, and it is uh, more of that fruit juice blend if you listened to last week's bonus episode. So, yeah, stuff was good. So, doing that cran-grape-cran-pineapple mixture again. So, that's pretty good. Oh, I don't know if the mic could, could pick that up, but I uh, got my, my snoobers, my Chocolate Lab Baron sitting here next to me and he was just licking himself while I was drinking that so <laughs> I don't know if the mic could pick that up while I was quiet but definitely uncomfortable and I'm sorry about that if you if you heard that slapping sound anyways um today I'm actually gonna kind of talk about something more serious more I, not quite personal but I guess I'm just gonna speak from like personal experience. So when I, well, I guess I'll just tell you, uh, today I wanted to be talking about anger and the management of anger. So by that, I mean anger management. <laughs> um, so a lot of people may or may, I mean, obviously my close friends are, will understand and they've I'm sure seeing that side, but for those of you who only listen to the podcast and have never met me, or those who don't know me very well, uh, may not uh, know this or believe it, because I guess I guess on the podcast I present myself chipper enough. I think there's been some uh, some outbursts where you can kind of see hints of it, but I definitely have. Um, strong emotions, that's for sure. Um, and a lot of that I feel like stems from, um, when I was growing up on the farm, it was, you know, it, this is going to sound like the whole, like, I, back in my day, I, I had to hike to school five miles uphill both ways in the snowstorm in the mid middle of July. <laughs> with with hail and it was downpouring it was, it was flooded up to my knees and in like in salt water there were sharks there but man that hail because it was 30 below and uh, both ways I'm I was dodging traffic the whole way there 
rocks kicking up from semis flying by. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so I guess that's what it's going to sound like. But back when I worked on the farm, um, you know, it, it was it was rough and tough. And people didn't put up with shit on the farm. And um, if you did the slightest thing wrong, because everybody had their own opinions, everybody wanted things done specific ways, and everybody's specific way was different. So that was super convenient. And that was also sarcasm, if you didn't pick that up. But uh, so it was like, you couldn't do anything right, is what I'm saying, no matter what it was. And if you did exactly what whoever told you to do, uh, they could walk away and a half hour later come back and see that you did it exactly the way that you that they told you to do it, and it was still wrong. And not only that, it wasn't just, hey, you're doing this wrong, you got to do it this way, or unlike they come back and say, what did I tell you? Tell you, you look at you. You're supposed to do this. No, I'm not talking like that. Like, I wish it was like that. That, that would be nice. But no, it was like spit flying in your face, screaming. And it was rough. Lots of name calling. And it was, uh, you know, definitely, definitely, uh, there was, there was a lot of shit to put up with. And I, I don't know. I guess humor and, you know, just smiling your way through it is, is like the only way I could cope with it and get through it. And, um, just growing up with such outbursts like that and such anger, like always all around me, it was, I guess, um, I don't know, just like, I guess, like, even though, like, I saw that it was wrong, and I guess just, like, seeing that, see, like, just taking it in and looking at it, like, objectively makes me think. I don't know where all this stems from, but, um, you know, that, just growing up around that, you, you know, there's still parts of that that stuck with me. And I don't know if it was like, I don't know if it was that, you know, those memories or if it was those circumstances or if it was just like being in that situation or if it's like me thinking that that's okay to talk to somebody like that or if that's, which I know it's not, but like subconsciously, if that was just like, you know, embedded in my head just because it, I'd been through it so many times that that was normal to me or what, I don't know. Um, but there's definitely like, you know, it, I don't know if it's even like a short fuse, but like when, when I like, like I have frustrations and outbursts and, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a tough thing to talk about and it's a tough thing to judge yourself to. Um, but basically dealing with something like this is definitely not easy. And also 
feeling like it's not you as well is tough. I it's like I don't I feel like it's just the upbringing, like the demons of childhood and demons that stuck with you and still, you know, fight in your head every day and things you got to battle and you know, it's like a war zone in your head and it's like you're you're fighting to know what's right and it, when you do things that you know is wrong it's like that the demons are winning or they're they're winning the battle <clears throat> and and you know it's wrong but like for a short period of time they take over control and and make decisions for you and you give in or if you've been fighting in your head for a long time and you're getting tired and sore from fighting so hard in your mind and and they finally for that split second and of course it's the times that matter that split second they they take over and make a decision or a choice for you that really affects your outside world and next thing you know they peace out and you're stuck with the repercussions and you know you you make you just lose control for a little bit and <clears throat> and that's all it takes especially when you're talking to another human being, especially one that you love and trust. And, you know, good saying that a great mentor of mine said was that I really appreciated and really loved. It was really cool. And um, the quote is, trust is gained in drops and lost in buckets. So essentially it's like small progression. It's like small steps just to build trust and then it's easy to kick the bucket, I guess. It's easy to knock the bucket over or spill and um and that's tough to gain it back too. And that's what that's what can happen if if you let these mental demons take over for even a split second. It's easy for that to happen and doesn't matter if if your mind is strained or you've been super stressed out or you've been just busting ass working hard and you got to have total control all the time and if you slip up one one bit then things like that can happen you can lose a bucket worth of trust and it sucks but that's the way it is and we're dealing with other humans with feelings too and and it's uh it's a hard thing to do and especially when you know, when you're talking about like arguments with loved ones too, that's a super touchy subject. That's a hard, hard subject to talk about. And, um, it's, a uh, something that everybody faces and argument is natural. It's, it's just part of growing together. Two, two human beings are gonna butt heads and argue because we all have unique, perspectives and ideas and if you don't argue then you're bottling something up something's gonna happen something's gonna blow so definitely argue with your loved ones in a healthy manner because you need to you need to discuss freely and you need to feel safe too you need to feel safe discussing ideas and thoughts together super important and it's it's super healthy to disagree and and work it out together so that's a little side note, but, um, 
in arguments or before arguments, like, I don't know exactly if, you know, I'm talking from my perspective and my personal experiences. Um, so when you're in the beginning stages of an argument or something and like, there's always some sort of a trigger. There's always some sort of a, a spark that, that, you know, like a, a step up, like a next step or like the next stage or the next level of the argument. Like somebody takes it to the next level, but you never feel like it's your fault. And a lot of times there is a trigger that sets something off inside of you. And like a lot of times it's the person that actually does step up the argument where like the first person to raise their voice and they don't feel like they're the ones that started it because they feel justified in that because it was actually the other person because they used that trigger, whatever it was for that person, which, you know, and then to the other person, it was, I didn't do anything right. You're the one that raised your voice kind of thing. So it's like you get confusion there and it's tough to settle. So again, you got to, you know, discuss with your loved ones and, and argue in a healthy manner. And even if voices get raised, that's also natural and, and it's totally fine. It's just being able to work through it is, is key. Always being willing to listen and understand. Cause as long as, as long as you're willing to keep an open mind and listen and understand, it's, it's not the end of the world if somebody raises their voice. Um, but getting to that point, you can definitely, at least for me, feel like a burning fire inside. Like, like, and, and a lot of times for me too, like I know what like that trigger is. And like in, in beforehand, you don't know, but like when it happens, you know, that typically would set you off. Like that was crossing the line for you and you feel this built up rage you feel it like boil up to the surface it's like if you drop a mento in like one of the mentos in the coke bottle and you just see the foam fizz up to the top and it's like right before it just starts blasting out everywhere but um similar to that like you feel that bubbling and like before you actually let it let it all out like sometimes it hurts to hold it in. Like it's like capping off that mento and Coke bottle before it blasts everywhere. It's like screwing the cap on tight. And sometimes it hurts. Like sometimes like when I want to just like burst like that, it's, and I like hold it in like for a split second, it hurts almost. It's like, it's literally like a demon is trying to come out of you, but you like, force it down and it's like almost hurts more but only for a split second and then you know it was the best it was the best decision you could have made in that situation because keeping that cool is is key and in arguments as well like keeping your cool does give you more of you know i'm just for for the like lack of a better term, I guess it gives you the upper hand 
not that there's like a right or wrong or a winning and losing side because there's not. It's about di- you know discussing freely together and coming up with a solution together. It's not a it's not a battle. But what I'm trying to say with that is that <clears throat> staying calm, like by by saying for this example, it gives you the upper hand. I what I mean is the upper hand together, whereas you both can discuss because if you if you lose your cool and you blow up then it's it's you've done damage at that point and and you're losing control because now your partner in this argument is not going to be as willing to listen you're you're just making them build up their walls more and you're not going to be able to discuss freely in in a healthy manner and so that that's what I'm trying to get across by upper hand, not not in like a tactical way or like a I can win this kind of way, but upper hand as in like together you guys can work it out. And if you lose your cool, you're kind of you're not only hurting the the person you're talking to because you're gonna you're gonna be emotionally hurting them, but also you're hurting yourself because now you're just dragging this out and and it's uh it's tough to you know you can always wait longer you can always hold off but once something comes out you can't take it back so it's it's always better to just and, and I've had other uh episodes t- kind of talking about this not directly in this context but in the same way saying just to listen to that second voice because it's always healthier. It's always better to give it a quick pause and and think and listen to that second voice. And I know a lot of people think poorly or think badly about hesitation, like, oh, you hesitated? Or like, you know, like people say, like, just like in a shitty way, they'll be like, did I hesitate when I said that? Or, you know, like, but... I'm I'm actually going to argue that that's a good thing. And I think that's a sign of wisdom as well too because you're not afraid to give it some time. You're not afraid to think things through. It shows that you're processing it. It shows it shows that you are actually involved and are trying to come up with a solution and it also shows your other your your partner that what they're saying means something and you're trying to process it properly. You're actually taking in what they said and you're processing it. So it, it provides value on both sides. So I, I really feel like hesitation is a good thing. So that's not going to be a popular opinion, but I'm saying it anyways. So um, I, I feel like it helps in the long run. So I, you know, listening to that second voice, because what fizzes up onto the surface, what bubbles up onto the surface first is typically going to be a knee-jerk reaction and and not going to help the situation. But um, but you can definitely feel that fire, and I know all of you have felt that. I know when somebody says something, and it, it happens like in a snap. You like something somebody says, like something can go. And I'm not talking about the gradual like you feel an argument brewing, but like or like somebody says something and it gets you angry. It's like when you start saying something back and then they say something that actually hurts you and and they might not even know that that's something that hurt you like 
it, it could be something from your childhood that like your like one of your parents used to say or whoever one of your siblings used to say and or used to call you or say something or do something to you all the time and it and it's just stuck with you and it hurts you and it's just embedded deep in your subconscious and now when anybody says that it just immediately brings fire into your eyes and and uh and it's not it's not intentional either it's just like your knee-jerk reaction it's just I can't stand that because I grew up hearing that constantly kind of thing. If, if, and I'm sure each and every one of you guys can think of a personal example about that, but, um, that's what I'm talking about is to just, and it's tough. Um, it's definitely something that you need to practice. It's not like, don't expect your next argument to be a perfect, uh, a perfect you know, balance where you guys both come up with, this is something to practice when you feel that or, or in the early stages of a, of an argument, your mind is occupied. So it's extra hard, but try to keep this in mind. Try to, try to just, it's, it's about growth and, and bettering yourself and becoming a better person and a better human being. And, and you're helping the world when you, when you decide to do this thing, do this uh, process because you're bringing more calm into the world and not letting out as many demons, not letting out as many fires, you know, not letting things run wild because you're setting off vibrations when you, when you get all pissy like that. And if you can suppress that, and I'm not saying suppressing emotions, but if you can hold down that fire, like just smother that fire for just a split second, just to give yourself that moment to think for another second, you, you could, you could literally be changing the world because now those ripple effects aren't spreading. What you could have outbursted, even if it's like, I mean, you could talk on a frequency level. Like I've had a uh, episode on string theory and vibrations and, um, and you could talk on that literal, uh, plain sense, or you could talk on more, if you're more of a realistic kind of person and you you could say, the vibrations or the ripple effects of you just pissed that person off that you were talking to. And now they're going to go and, you know, be in a grumpy mood when they go talk to the next person. And it spreads like wildfire through people like that. So either or either way works, either way you're setting off this ripple effect or this frequency. And if you can suppress that or smother that for just a split second, you can still get your point across but get it across in a manner that is, it doesn't even have to be positive, but just get it across in a manner that's effective. Because what you're trying to do is be effective. You're not, you're not trying to hurt the other person. And if you are, you're a dick and you got to really go back and listen to this episode again. Because <laughs> you should never be trying to intentionally hurt somebody, even if they hurt you. Get, getting messages across and being effective is the best way to go about problem solving. So, um, and again, this is, this is going to be your best bet is to just hold on to that for one split second. It's always going to be better to listen to that second voice. Um, and, and hesitate again, I'm bringing that back. Just hesitate. It's, it's so much better, but you can really feel that boil up and, uh, I guess Baron couldn't hesitate with his barks. So, um, yeah, he's somebody's home. <laughs>
again, it's, I can never find a perfect time to record these episodes. Somebody's always showing up. <laughs> but uh, either way, I, I think I pretty much got the message across. Um, and I'll, I'll listen to this again, and maybe I'll have another episode on this. But um, yeah, the demons of aggression, the demons of anger, um, suppress those little fuckers the best you can. It's a battle. It's a fight. You gotta you gotta keep those those little shits down. They're they suck, and you're fighting against them. So don't let them win. Don't let them out because they're gonna hurt your loved ones and your friends. So keep them down, and you'll feel better for it, and, and you're gonna be more effective. So more effective and happy, and who doesn't want that? So do the best you guys can, and uh, and if you can do this, and if you can keep it in your mind, even when you. Because your mind's going to be occupied in your next argument, which this is super hard to do. But if you can keep this in your mind and just for that split second, hold it in to think, you're going you're gonna to change the world. So, fuck yeah, guys. You guys rock. Keep kicking ass and do the best you can. That's all we can all do. So, make the world a better place. Rock on, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And peace out.